Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Huh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding. Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola, you have a guest list manager, wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm-hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Hey guys. I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies. And we tangent. Welcome back to the episode is about whatever happened this morning. (laughs) Welcome back to we are just really making it up on the fly. (laughs) I just said something to Shane yesterday and, um, you know, I worked from home before the quarantine. So (laughs) me being alone with my thoughts, um, is not new, but they're happening more now, I guess, because of my limited human contact. Right. And uh, I looked at him and I kept saying, I don't know why I feel like the podcast has become like this looming presence when we have more time. It felt like it was easier when I had no time. Yes. Okay. I was going to talk about that because I have a podcast that I'm obsessed with. My favorite murder. Love them so much. Um, and they have been posting the same amount, but they recently were, I think they posted two live shows in a row. And normally they do live shows when they don't have time to record. And I'm on their Instagram and on this last post that they put with the live show, there were so many people like upset and bitching that they're like, you guys have all this time. We have nothing but time. Why are you giving us live shows? And I want to be like, you don't, number one, You don't get to tell people what to do with their time. And number two, I feel freaking busier than when I was working full time during this. I don't feel busier. I feel, first of all, first of all, whether they're delivering it to you 
pre-recorded or live, it's still their straight up conversation. That's exactly it. And I want to be like, well, some people don't like live shows as much, but I think they're funnier because they're, you know, there's interaction with the crowd and whatnot. But, um, you're getting it for free. You don't get yeah. to tell people like, uh, you do more work for me for this free content you're giving me. It just blew yeah. my mind when I saw that. I was like, how entitled are you to tell people what to do with their time and also to tell people how to feel during a quarantine? Like we should all just be like, let me in the beginning. That's what we wanted to do. And this is not against any of our listeners because I haven't heard a thing from anybody, but you have to take into account how people, how this is making certain people feel. And not yeah. everybody's just laying on the couch, eating grapes like they're freaking Caesar. <laughs> hey, you know what I mean? A lot of people, this is a very hard time for us. And even though we're not doing the day to day and going to work and busting our asses, like this is harder for yeah. a lot of people. And so the creativity that comes with podcasting, I know that people don't, they're like, you're just talking, but there is a lot that goes into it. That's not there the way that it was, at least for me, I don't think. Right. And the motivation to research and really make it good. And you don't want to give some someone something that's half-assed. Right. Because it did have someone, they were like, oh, when are you going to give us another extra episode? And I was like, we... I we just don't want to give you something that's just like la la la. Well, not to topic. mention like uh, I wanted to say thank you. I'm gonna get back to my other point in a second, <laughs> but I'm gonna derail us on a tangent for just a minute. That's what um, we're here for. I I want to say thank you because uh, not to you. I mean you too, but <laughs> to like, our listeners. Welcome. <laughs> because, um. I know a lot of people would reach out to us and they they would say, you know, we, I listen to you on my commute. It makes it go by faster. Or I listen to you when I'm at the gym or I listen to you like in all these different places. And I realize like no one's driving anywhere. Yeah. They don't, they're not, they don't have a job to commute to. Yeah. Um, and no one's going to the gym. They're not open. So right. I could understand people, even though in my mind, people have more time to listen to podcasts that they're not prioritizing Right. Listening to podcasts because well, normally it just helps the time go by. And yeah, people are still folding laundry, but how <laughs> often are you doing housework? Yeah. yeah There's why only you... so much you can do. Okay. Well, you probably are keeping up with it because you have nothing <laughs> right. else to do. Yeah. So I, I haven't noticed like a decrease in our numbers or anything. And I haven't, I've noticed like just a similar amount of interaction. And I just wanted to say that I appreciate people, oh, even yeah. though like their lives are so different that they're still including us in their lives. I'm so yes. grateful that we get to, um, still bring people some kind of community or escape from what's happening. Um, but the reason I brought it up is because we, today is Monday. You're listening to this on Tuesday. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know when you listen, but it gets, it goes out tomorrow morning. We've been doing this a lot. <laughs> and it's 9 PM on Monday. <laughs> It's like almost 9.30 p.m. Yeah. Shane still has to listen to this after we record it. We tend to ramble. Yeah. And he has to edit it. And then I have to listen to it again in the morning before we post it. So, like, <laughs> we used to do this on Friday. And we yeah, used so to we then, would have so much time. Yeah, and we'd have time to, like, think of what we want the artwork to be. But we can't be in the same place to do the photo for that. So, like, yep. I asked Shane. I said... Do you think there are people who are more productive as procrastinators mm -hmm. than as 
people with like lots of time on their hands. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. That's me. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's my problem is I have too much time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I need to feel a sense of urgency for things to create and establish a routine. Because if I just, I am more prone to be like, it's not that serious. I can wait. This can be pushed off and I will push it off to almost create the sense of urgency that I'm not feeling. Yeah. When I, when we were in high school and I would have like a big paper due, my mom would be like, Sierra, you've had two months that you knew about this. It's the week before it's due. Why are you working? I'm like, listen, if I would have started two months ago, this would have sucked shit. Okay. But it is, (laughs) I'm rocking it out right now because I feel like it's got, I have to, you know? And then that's when I feel like my best work was created, (laughs) but it really was the most stressful week of my life. But I got it done and I would always be like fucking chef's kiss. Beautiful. (laughs) Love it. If that's like an overthinker thing. Like if you wait till the last minute, I don't have time to overthink it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't have time to overthink it because I got to turn it in. Yeah. So whatever here it is. Nine times out of 10, I think with mine, especially I, I've noticed this recently. I'm in school again and, um, I will look at the questions on a quiz. And normally I'm always like intuition first, baby. What jumps out? That's what I'm picking. I've been second guessing myself on almost every single quiz. And then the one that I pick that's not my first guess is always wrong. And it's always the, my first guess. I'm like, Sierra, why, you why go are you with the gut? Like, I do. Go with your and I gut. Like my gut is better under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, well, the reason I said that this episode is based on whatever happened this morning is because we were going to, again, <laughs> play some game because mm-hmm. like we said, it's, it's getting hard for us to, um, find motivation, um, yeah. which I think is, uh, also a sense of grief <laughs> yeah, and, um, anxiety, but a little bit of, a de- little bit of depressy in there. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? And I feel like because I'm not sitting in the dark and crying that it couldn't it couldn't be one of those things. Yep. But 100% it, it is. Yeah. And so I appreciate the memes that are like um depression and anxiety doesn't just look like rocking and crying in a corner. It can also look like this. I feel like we're in a state of high functioning anxiety right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. And so that's why uh we're we're on the fly changing again this week. Um But Sierra shared something on Facebook today that really hit home for me. And obviously with her, that's why she shared it. But it was a a cartoon? Yes. Is that what you'd call it? Yep. Um, And I don't know the woman's name. (laughs) I don't have it pulled up. Hold on. I do have it pulled up. But you can keep talking. I'll I'll find her name. But she was basically talking about um, the phrase... Sorry, I think it says www.emmaclit.com. <laughs> Clit? Like C-L-I-T. <laughs> so, Emma it's not like It's not Emma's clit, is it? It's no, just no, it's just clit? Emma Clit. Okay, all <laughs> Maybe right. Maybe it's like oh. Emma C's lit. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Unfortunate. Uh, hold on, if wait so. a minute. But then I went to the page and it's all in French. So maybe, maybe it's Emma Clee. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Anyways, go on. Um, But it's titled, what is it titled? Like, you should have you asked? You should have or, asked. 
you should have asked. And it's essentially saying that um, men in this comic are supportive, but women have to ask. Yeah, so basically... not going to be an episode where we we are like men are the devil and women rule. This just got a, a conversation going about gender stereotypes and gender roles. Right, and that, it, you had the conversation too with your husband, did you not? When yeah. You, like when you saw, and same thing with me. I made Corey. We looked at it together, and we had it was not even an argument in any sort of way. It was not me putting him down. It was just a really great. It opened up a beautiful discussion that we had, which I fully encourage any of you guys to do we have time um but we had a really good discussion and at the end he said this makes me appreciate what you do so much more so we'll talk about that a little bit but i i think it showed me how much because a lot of times it feels like i'm not doing enough because of when i look around the house i'm like okay here this 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 needs done and then i have to remember what all is going on up here that i'm taking care of mentally constantly yeah, and is this that's what the um cartoon was talking about is how there is um a mental workload. Yes. And how that can exert as much energy as actually physically doing the task. Yeah. So when we as women, or if you're the lead person in your partnership, um I think in the comic though it said it was like nine out of ten times it's women. Yeah, but, but if I'm talking like if you're in a a same-sex relationship. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's taking the lead, right? Um, and it might not always be a woman, or I don't, I don't know. Maybe everything's getting done in a lesbian household. I don't know. You guys are gonna <laughs> tell us. Let us know because that that's sounds like great. <laughs> double <laughs> the brain power. Right. Um, but someone's gonna have to take the lead, or someone is more likely to take the lead. Right. Um, so it's, it's basically things you don't even think about. Like she says she opens the the um, refrigerator to put stuff away and she notices they're out of mustard. And then up here, you have to constantly remember that because the next time you go to the store, you have to make sure you get mustard. And what size is the baby in? Um, his pants are two inches too short. So now we have to remember next time we go to the store, size up. The little things like that that just build and build and build, and a lot of times it's one person in the household that's has it all up here and is organizing and then mm-hmm. delegating tasks. I the reason that it resonated so much with me is because I told Shane the other day I was like I just need a break, and yes. even though I I. All of my weddings for April and May have been postponed. Um, so I'm, and I haven't been allowed to shoot. I'm going to be right. allowed to shoot here. We're, we're counting down the days, baby. But because I haven't been allowed to work, that is a a, a load off my plate. Right. <laughs> I don't like saying that phrase, but um, <laughs> that's been one less thing for me to have to worry about. I mean, I still have to worry about the back end of my business, all the clerical things and making yes. sure my, all of that is intact. But again, organization of tasks, making lists, yes. setting um, deadlines, delegating, creating the order of the tasks, all of that, I didn't realize was taking on such, uh, was taking so much energy from yeah, me. it really is. And and I just told um this is what I said to Corey too. When I went to work, I was a bartender and a server. So a lot of times like I had a lot it's mentally you have to remember a lot. However, 
you're not like bringing work. You know what I'm saying? It's like a kind of a separation. So there, I didn't realize how much of a break I was getting from thinking about that stuff. I didn't have to think about what everybody was eating for dinner. They had to figure it out. I wasn't home. I didn't have to think about um, getting his clothes cleaned or getting like, it's been so much for me because Noah's out of school or, you know, he's out of school and I'm teaching him now. So on top of everything that I normally think about, I have normally Noah won't eat the same dinner as me and Corey. So I have to think about, okay, what are we eating for dinner that night? And then what's Noah going to eat for dinner? So I have to cook our dinner, make our dinner, put the dishes away, make Noah's dinner, give him dinner. And then that's three meals a day that I have to do that with, with all the people in the house. Plus now I'm a teacher, which I've never been before. And that's Mm -hmm. hard. I'm also a student. I'm in school full time. Corey is working. He's a nurse. So his job has gotten obviously harder and more stressful for him. So I've been doing as much as possible to make sure he doesn't have to do anything really when he gets home. And I was just like, why is this so hard for me? And I didn't realize it's because of the mental workload. Yeah. There's no separation. No. I thought it would be easier leaving teaching and being home. You don't get a break. How much exactly? I I was like, how much I'm going to have so much time to do all of these things. But when you are in a space where you are physically analyzing everything Everything. that needs to get done and thinking that it needs to, you need to stay on top of things where I felt like it was easier when I was teaching and I'd come home and I'm like, I don't, I'm not doing the laundry. I don't care. Because you felt like you just put a full day in. Yeah. And now it's like, there is no, there is no clock in and clock out time. Right. You are, you're constantly in work mode. I feel like there is never a time that you can just clock out and put your feet up and be like, well, I had a full day because we're not getting paid for it. So really we don't feel like, yeah, it's just like, I don't know when I explained this to him. That's why he was like, I do appreciate, I, I have been appreciative of everything that you've been doing because I didn't realize, I mean, obviously how much easier it's made his life. But I think he didn't realize like how much of a burden. <laughs> I like yeah. doing it. Don't get me wrong. It's just it's not a burden. It's just, I think, I think the reason I liked the cartoon is because it finally explained something I was feeling in a yeah. way that made sense. Because whenever I would tell Shane, I need a break or he would come home. I felt like I had to list off all of the stuff that I did yes. to justify like why how I spent tired. my time. Yeah, yeah. And why I felt tired. And, um, on Saturday I just said to, I like started crying because he went to, um, <laughs> mow the grass and he's like, what? And I'm like, I, I have things I want to do. I have things I need to get done. And I wish I could just say, I'm going to go and do it and walk away. Yeah. And, He's like, well, you could ask, just ask me yep, and I'll do it. And I know he will. He's so supportive. I feel very confident knowing that, um, I have someone who wants to be an equal partner, but what I didn't realize is the whole asking thing, which I kept saying, I don't want to have to ask now yeah. was because it wasn't me saying, I want you to read my mind. Mm-hmm. which is, I think, what it comes across as a lot of times. Yes. It's me saying, I need to share this mental workload that yes. I didn't know existed. Yes, and because she explains it so well, 
in the comics, she says, um, basically, like, when she took on the job of delegating tasks and organizing them at her job, her actual job, she became the manager. That was her job. And then because she was the manager, she was no longer doing all of the things because delegating and organizing in itself was the job. So now the fact that a lot of us are doing both is it it is hard and it's a huge task and that in and of itself is what makes you feel so tired and so like I don't want to have to tell you just know to do it but then I, I think that in the end she gave a really good example of like taking little chores throughout the house and like delegating okay this is your chore then when you see that this scene's done you do it and then whatever and she also said women we have to sometimes let a little bit of mess go by because my biggest problem is if it's not done when I want it done that I'm just going to do it myself that's so hard for me right now with my son because he's eight and I'm trying I'm trying so hard but I'm also somebody who I hate confrontational stuff. And if I know there's going to be a fight, it's not worth it to me. I'm like, I will just go freaking clean your room for you because it's, we're going to be fighting about this for three hours and I don't want to hear you whine anymore. So I'm just going to go do it. And also the way that he cleans is God awful, terrible. (laughs) See that, that is my problem is it's not so much that it, that it doesn't happen when I want it to. It's, it doesn't happen the way I want it to. I, oh my goodness, I had to fight myself tonight. Yeah. Shane, Shane was reading Ollie, um, a bedtime story. And when I read that book, I do it a different way. (laughs) (laughs) And it took everything out of me. I, this is a problem of my own. I am a control freak and I believe that the way I do things is the only way to do it. Right. And so when he was reading this book, I was like, you're supposed to bounce here at this part and you're supposed to rock him here at this part and you're supposed to <laughs> emphasize this word. And like, you're not, it's a freaking book. Interpret it right. how you want to interpret it. But in my mind, there's one way to do it. And that's how I am with everything. Yeah. And, and if <laughs> I always am like, just do it the way I say to do it or the way that I do it and everyone will be happy. Right. <laughs> But it's really just like I'll be happy. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that's a good. That's a good. Because uh, I was like, well, what is the end goal here? Like she's just telling us things, and I'm like, well, that doesn't make me feel any better. Now I just have a word for it. But I thought that was good having little things that. In me and Corey again, part of our talk was how much um, him and I have recently, but I think we kind of always have. We. Um, pick up each other's slack a lot. Like I've been doing this much because he's been working so much, but like last summer I was a little bit of a depressing mess <laughs> and I didn't do anything really around the house. And he picked up a lot for me in that area of slacking because I was like, I just can't. He never called yeah. me lazy or like followed me around the house and was like, he said, Sierra, there's been three things of laundry downstairs that I've been wanting to fold sitting in front of our TV. And he goes, I haven't said a word about him. And I was like, and I love you for that, really? <laughs> because I And can't you better keep your mouth shut if you know it's good for you. <laughs> Please don't ever talk. But I think that's the one good thing. We both have been, we pick up each other's slack, but we're also lenient when we know the other one is like, like I'm not, we're not naggers to each yeah. other, like going around and being like, um, I need you to do this or pick up after yourself or I'm going to flip out. Yeah. Which, which I think is good. <laughs> but like th- that's, I guess, kind of a good segue into um, like some of the gender stereotypes 
is naggy. Like women are naggy because men don't do things and women expect men to read their minds. And, um, and again, it's just the mental workload thing, which I I love that because the, the, like the phrase nagging makes me so upset because I'm like, I'm just telling you things so that we can have an equal, like we both are doing our equal share around here. And honestly, I shouldn't have to tell you (laughs) because you're an adult and you know how whatever works. But that's like been such a thing that's ingrained is like, that's the woman's job around the Mm -hmm. house. And so if you, she'll tell you what to do, but um, women are now working. Most of us are working as much as men are, um, if not more. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of funny how that changed, but still the housework and the child rearing and all that has still been a woman's job. For the well, majority, at least well, in what's, society's eyes. What when you think about it, and this is this is like where I I want to take this <laughs> because yeah, I don't. Just, no, no, no. I we don't want to sit here and be like women do it all, and men just sit and watch football. No, yeah. But like, what's insane is the these kind of things are ingrained f- from birth. From the time that you're born, the thing that it said in the comic was boys get toys like cars and things like that. And women are given vacuums and kitchen sets. You know what I mean? It's Here's just the thing. so. This is the thing I had a half an hour conversation about because I was so angry. <laughs> I always have these conversations and I look at Shane and I'm like, aren't you glad I don't do drugs? Because this is my brain. <laughs> normally not well you know those commercials that are like this is your brain on drugs this is my brain just as my brain <laughs> okay <laughs> but i bet it could be used as that um i was sitting we just turned our breezeway into like another uh play area for ollie and we got him uh a little tool bench like a workbench. yeah and i never wanted to be Cause in here he also has a cleaning set. So like I try nice. to give him options. Like yeah. his tool bench is right next to his kitchen. Yes. <laughs> so love like that. he can have, he can play with whatever the heck he wants. Right. Um, but I want him to have options and I will, if I see him start to show more interest in something than something else, then yeah, we'll, we'll focus on that. But that's cause it's his choice and not because yeah. that's all that's there for him. Um, but I was looking at his, his workbench and it has these little gears on it and there was a a blue gear a green gear and then a pink gear and I looked at it and I was like wow you know what I think that's great that the whoever created this toy made sure to include a gear that was pink to make it known that this wasn't just a boy's toy right that a girl could play with it too or that it's okay for a, a boy to play with something that's pink and what a wholesome thought. And then my brain's like, that's not enough. <laughs> and it started to get angry. Yeah. That I had to have that thought in the first place about the color pink being attached to a toy. Because that meant the color pink had a gender. And the fact that colors have gender is one of the so... most infuriating thoughts I've ever had. It's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah, I when you think about that and you 
like the fact that who frick, who decided that first of all yeah. i don't understand who decided pink and purples was dedicated to little girls and blue and greens were dedicated to little boys i love the color blue it's my favorite color and i Jane loved it growing up yes okay and i loved it growing up and um i was always told that i needed to pick between purple yellow and pink and i did not like any of those so i was like i guess yellow because yeah. it's the closest to green and I like green. Green and blue were my favorite when I was younger, but I wasn't allowed to. Literally, people would be like, no, it's not green. What is it? And I'm like, yellow. <laughs> How <laughs> weird is that? <laughs> but like pink, I hate the color pink. Me too. It's awful. It's an awful um, color. Sorry. It, it clashes with my head. Okay. Yeah. I have, you know, red locks. I'm a ginger. <laughs> Pink normally means sunburn to me, okay? I don't like it. <laughs> but, like, it, I don't understand. We were talking about where it started, and Shane was like, well, I'm sure that, you know, back a long time ago, girls just showed more interest in things that were pink. So then they kind of associated that with females. And I said, well, then what were they focusing on? Right. Because if, like, just in nature, pink, they, like flowers, maybe that's flowers. That's what I'm saying. Because if, but flowers are also green. That's the stems. Or, and blue. Right. They can be any color. So I was, because I was saying, like, if a girl is finding herself or a boy is finding himself more drawn to a certain toy, then they were already making a, a toy cater to those genders yes, like i don't exactly this is a chicken before the egg situation <laughs> it really is and i'd love to know where what it came from came first the gen like it's i don't understand and it pisses me off it because makes me so angry at, if you look at all the old toys like um cory's grandpa actually i'm looking around my room because his grandpa used to make wooden toys it's so cute and so we have like a little wooden here i'll show you like a little wooden airplane you see it in that yeah cute? And I there's a little wooden, books. there's a little wooden um, tractor thing and a little wooden um, boat, and it's like no wow, colors. Lots of boy toys over there, huh? Well, see, but how do you know? How do you know? <laughs> what makes that? What makes an airplane a boy's toy? That's so weird to me. That's what I'm saying. Why are like, little boys attracted to airplanes? Now Why? objects have genders. genders. And again, I always thought it was weird. Not weird, but. I gave my son baby dolls because he loved them. And he's a very, my son is everything that's different. Like, I love that he crushes gender roles every step that he gets. He loves glittery, sparkly, anything. He loves soft, fluffy, anything with, like, the texture that's really soft. So I like to get him stuffed animals, like, real soft ones. And he is always like, Mom, put these in the dryer for me. You give them a little fluff on the dryer, and then they're warm <laughs> and soft. And he makes a pillow, and his, like, literally, his <laughs> bed is covered, and he will sleep on top of his stuffed animals. He loves it. Um, but he, he liked, he's always been like a want to take care of things, like a nurturing type of person. So I would get him baby dolls, and people would look at me weird. And I would be like, Why are we giving baby dolls to girls? And that's fine. In little boys, they're going to be parents, too. 
So I don't understand why we wouldn't also give them baby dolls. But that's the thing, because that now that speed that up. Let's fast forward. Now who's in charge of child rearing? Now who takes the lead parenting role? Because now a lot of times um, women assume those roles and kind of don't. I I know of situations where women just like will not allow their partner to be as involved as maybe they should be or want to be. Um, but why why is that? Yes. It's because I, you know how to hold a football but not a baby. Yes. Yes. And, and it's it was always so funny to me that, that like, it's been given to us since yeah. when we were babies. Noah's dad was um, seven or eight years older than me when we had Noah. So I was a 20-year-old and he was 28, 20, 27, 28. And when I had him, I mean, we were both like, what do we do with this thing? But I had had little sisters. I had been babysitting since I was, oh, my God, like 14. Yeah. Younger than that, probably. And so he was like, I've never changed a diaper. And I was like, you're almost 30 and you've never (laughs) changed a diaper? But I guess, like, when would he? Because men usually don't babysit. Yeah. And so it's just like, I guess if you hadn't had a kid, when would you have changed a diaper? But I was like, okay, give me this. I will do it. Well, and there's like the one side of it where people could hear that and be like, oh my gosh, how sad is it that a man doesn't do this and a woman's forced to? How sad is it that you didn't allow a man to, that you didn't trust a man enough to, that you didn't want to um, invest or instill that in a man because what you didn't think he had the emotional capability to do it or the understanding like that can be just as damaging. And I never thought about that before Yeah, because the feminist in me was just like women. But what I need to understand as a feminist is it's like people. Yes. (laughs) I think it helps you and I both having little boys because mm-hmm. I was super feminist too. And like women get the raw end of the deal. And I'm like, but also toxic masculinity, which is the biggest problem I think that we face it also goes towards men a lot, right. like big time. And so it's like, why, why one time it was so sad. Noah liked to put on um, lip gloss and my lip gloss was like shimmery. So it had a tint to it, but yeah. it was just, and he, again, my son likes soft glittery things. It's just what it is. So I would put it on him. He would ask if he was pretty like mommy. and I'd be like, yes, you are. And then <laughs> one day he was like, I don't want to put that on anymore because people yaff at me. Mm. And I was like, you're three. Why, why are we even, why are people laughing at you? First of yeah. all, and why is this even, why should you feel this already? So I try really hard every time that that happens because it's so hard, especially when they go to public schools. Oh my gosh. So I, every time I'm like, it's okay. You're allowed to be the way that you are. Don't let anybody make you feel different because you're sensitive and you like helping people and right. you're caring and you're nurturing. Those are just as much, like, those are just as good of qualities for a boy to have as being strong and whatever. Right. right. Um, I am obsessed with clothes. Oh, yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing Newly with our audience because Newly 
is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in, but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm -hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing mm -hmm. because a lot of places may not have options yeah. for everyone. And this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like, or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, ah, I don't think that's for me, but there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. Mm -hmm. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code tangents 20 just go to n-u-u-l-y.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code tangents 20 and sign up to get 20 dollars off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y.com newly with two u's with code tangents 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them or afford them? Try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Honestly, a lot of times you make that appointment at your appointment you already have. I don't know when I'm going to schedule my breakdown. I don't know when I'm going to need to talk to somebody. And with Talkspace, it's so nice because you can send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Talkspace therapists can help with any specific challenges that you might be facing. And it's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, so much more. Plus, therapy can help you find the tools to cope in difficult times and just be a guiding light. So like maybe you're not going through something really intense, but you just have like, I don't know, a work issue or... Or something going on with a friend of yours that you just need an outsider's perspective. And Talkspace is amazing for that. They also are in network with most major insurers. So check in on that. Yeah, absolutely. If you got it. Plus, as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Tangents, promo code SPACE80. Ladies and Tangents is sponsored by Claritin. Luckily for those that live with symptoms of allergies, you can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I will tell you, it's so funny because in my household, Corey recently was like, I think I'm getting a cold. I'm getting a cold. I'm getting another cold. I'm like, hey, babe, I think you have allergies. Mm -hmm. I think maybe you just need to pop one of these pills. And guess what? All of his symptoms went away. I'm yep. like, mm, I don't think it's a virus. I think it's just weeds. <laughs> and I also know that whenever I go to Sierra's house, my allergies kick into place because of a certain pet. <laughs> so true. And thankfully, I'm able to enjoy all my time there. Now, just after I take a little Claritin D, 
clears me right up. All my (laughs) symptoms are just like, what cat? (laughs) Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Get non-drowsy relief for allergy symptoms with Claritin D. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful release is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Spring vibes are in the air. And when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming around your house, you probably want to smell them and not your litter box. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Pretty Litter, you can. Seriously, nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. And I'm serious when I say that the, whatever magic is in those crystals, I cannot smell anytime. My cat will literally poop right next to me and I don't realize that she did it until I hear her litter box start going. It's lightweight, low dust and one six pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals also change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat like urinary tract infections, kidney issues and so much more. Which is super helpful since cats can't talk and that's important information to have. (laughs) So true. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. I know because whenever I go over to Sierra's, it's there. (laughs) have some seriously but it's so nice because i don't have to change it as much as normal but i still have some on deck then whenever i do need it and you won't run out and you don't have to go to the store and carry around a giant thing of litter go to prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20 percent on your first order and get a free cat toy that's prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20 percent on your first order and get a free cat toy prettylitter.com slash tangents terms and conditions apply see site for details what is the most important thing to you when it comes to menstrual care? Um, I would say probably not having to worry about leaking, going about mm. my day, and not worrying about having to run to the bathroom when you feel that, oh, what's, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, I think I'd agree. Yeah. And that's why we're excited to tell you about Flex. If you want a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle, and the planet, you've got to try Flex. There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time-use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. It's not a cup, and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any period product you've ever seen before. One Flex Disc can be worn for up to 12 hours, and it holds as much flow as three super tampons. Plus, you can wear it for mess-free period sex. Yes, my white sheets... (laughs) Love that for me. (laughs) Flex discs also create 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons. So they are planet friendly. And if you want to go with zero waste and have the planet love you even more, you can pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy. You already know how to use it. And you won't lose it. Yes, which is very important. It's also disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. So when I say like this is easier to use than tampons, I really truly believe that. Well, this beginner is grateful for that. (laughs) Yes. It's also velvety soft and completely body safe and it lasts for years. So say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash tangents and use code tangents for 20% off flex disc starter kits. Or 10% off your first flex cup. Plus, you get free U.S. shipping. 
That's code tangents at flex, F-L-E-X, fits.com slash tangents. Do you remember McDonald's Happy Meals mm. and how they would ask you whether the Happy Meal was for a boy or a girl to choose the toy to go in it? Yep. They how still weird do that. is that? Do they you know, do? They seriously? Do. <gasps> McDonald's? I know. Stop. But- the other day they didn't and they gave Noah a purple troll, like one of the girly ones. And I was like, okay, cool. Like why? Yeah. Like yeah. he doesn't care. Why would he care? No one should care. No one, no one should care. And the, yeah. you know, what's so funny. The people that really get upset when you put things like this, cause you know, I'm someone who puts controversial things that shouldn't be controversial onto Facebook just to see what's up. And uh, the people that get so mad at you for saying things like, children's toys should be gender neutral kind of thing they're like why are you trying to change the world everything's working fine and i'm like yeah. is it because ask 90 percent of women in the household with a male partner who's doing most of the mental workload yeah. and it's in it's not i i don't want this again i don't want it to sound man bashing because like me and Corey, we do it very well and things like that and i don't think it's anybody's fault except for societies it's the way that we are ingrained and like groomed to be like that from the time that we're born right and same with our parents so it's not like they just were like yep this is what we're gonna do because this is how my childhood was and i'm gonna get my boys i was talking about how they always put like mommy's little rock star on boys clothes and then the the girls are like daddy's little princess i'm like well what if i want to be a rock star yeah well (laughs) Can you play an instrument? No. All right. Okay. But there's but there's more than my gender. <laughs> That's the problem there. Yeah. Yeah. Um I also like on the whole thing of like toys have gender, like garments having gender. So weird. Is weird to me. Um I worked with a guy who was like, "You know what? I think I want a purse." And he called it a purse. Yeah. Because sometimes I think people are like, no, it's a man bag or like, no, it's a, a briefcase that satchel. goes around it goes around my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh it's got multiple pockets. Um yeah. for all my trinkets <laughs> and snacks. <laughs> and I'm like, it's a freaking purse. But why can't a guy have a purse? Because why wouldn't right, you? I know well, I don't even carry one now because yeah, you know, hardly... when you start when you start carrying a diaper bag, it's just like what's the point? It's yeah. too many bags. I'm not a donkey, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but when he was talking about it, I initially thought it was hysterical mm-hmm. that he wanted this that not only that he wanted it, but I think he got it. And then I thought, oh, why? Why is that funny? Yeah. Because now I'm assuming that he can't have things that he wants to, you know, have at hand whenever he needs them. I'm like, what, are you going to put your lipstick in? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just kidding. I'm just but, kidding. Yeah, that's but seriously. The- he, he, guys wear chapstick. I think yeah. it's just like, what, is it not manly if you have more than three things that you carry on your person at all times? Like, oh, my gosh. I'm going to be able to put my wallet, my keys. um your cell phone? Yeah, he's like, all of that stuff can just go in there. And I'm like, I know. That's why I, we love purses. <laughs> like, hey, you guys are living on, in the dark ages. <laughs> while we're on the topic of that, why are women's pockets so small? <laughs> that's annoying. There's nothing that infuriates Because they're assuming we have that purses. That we have a purse. I don't want to take When I have my wallet and my phone and my keys, 
I want to just be able. Now I bought leggings, pop fit leggings, by the way, there we go. Not endorsing them, but also kind of <laughs> endorsing them, <laughs> but not for money. Um, they have pockets on their leggings, which is innovative anyways, but you mm-hmm. can fit your whole cell phone and then some in there like and cell phones are huge nowadays so i am just like yes let me put all my things in my pockets that's what i'm like a lego but that's fine (laughs) yes and that's (laughs) so i mean i'm anyways i'm a square (laughs) but like oh the fact that i put jeans on and i'm like why are these even here because i can't even put my fingertips up to my first knuckle in these pockets why do i have them yeah what is the point? And then my back pockets have rips all in them. So are, those are also just for show. My shit keeps falling out. <laughs> Absolutely useless. It's so annoying. And that's why girls get so excited when dresses and skirts have deep ass pockets because oh, we don't get them God. anywhere else. No. And you guys don't realize, seriously, men, if you're still listening, <laughs> you don't understand what a luxury deep pockets are. Yeah. I feel like invincible when I have them. You go and you just give a little extra love to your pockets whenever you, you get the chance. And also, when your women are doing your laundry, take your shit out of them because I'm sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> I always find so much in the deepness, in the depths of the pockets. I'm like, what else is in here? Yeah. Are you guys serious? We mostly wear sweatpants anymore. There's no, there's like no pockets in our sweatpants either, so it's fine. Um, but. Whenever I want to go back to how I said you'd be shaped like a Lego if you had leggings on with a bunch of stuff in your pockets, and then you said shaped like a square. I also have body. I want to talk about body image. Please. Um, because, so, guys, my husband just shaved his head. <laughs> like, literally, right before, well, 40 minutes ago, since that's how long we've been talking. Yeah. Um, And it was something that he had been contemplating for 24 hours. (laughs) Yeah. He's been thinking about it for a while, but I, um, his hair has been thinning and and it's been something that like, was it totally like an immediate issue because he could still style his hair in a way where like you couldn't tell or it wasn't like that big of a deal. But, um, he would tell me that people would say stuff to him. Like if the wind would blow a certain way or, um, since his hair was getting longer and he, we weren't able to go to, you know, his barber to get it situated. And they, he was telling me they were saying all this stuff. And I know that you and I have discussed before that people would comment on our pregnant bodies or our just like normal human bodies. Um, so much. (laughs) And how annoyed that made me and how I'm like, how dare you? I live in this body. Treat me like a person. Um, Don't talk about people's bodies. And then I realized that's happening to him. And Mm -hmm. I never included, when I said don't talk about people's bodies, I wasn't talking about men. I was saying, (laughs) I was only picturing a woman. Yeah. Because in my head, no one gives a shit what a guy looks like. And well, and a lot of times they don't. Well, no, I, mean, I think that's, that's how what they want us to think. That's that's what I was gonna say. That's how it's presented to us. Like yeah. dad bods are hot and we don't care, and you could be a total slob and we love it. <laughs> yeah. Well that's that's another thing I wanted to bring up is how like um mom bods and dad bods are both talked about, but dad bods are hot. Yeah. Mom bods are to be accepted and loved yeah. for what they are it's you're, not that they are hot it's that no, it's just like you're doing you're, your best <laughs> we see you and uh you're trying girlfriend yeah, so you're just, not alone and you're 
you're beautiful and you know what I hate skin. and it's like I, no you don't even believe you when you said that <laughs> I hate when someone uh, Amy Schumer made this joke but it's so serious when somebody posts a picture in a bikini and they call you brave and you're like <laughs> that's not the word I wanted <laughs> to be associated yeah. with my half naked body brave yeah. <laughs> like nope uh, my intent was not brave um I wasn't going for brave. I was going for, I thought I looked cute in this, but now I know <laughs> that <laughs> I'm a got- martyr. <laughs> so yeah. great. Um, but what I learned from kind of talking it over with Shane from the last 24 hours and hearing how people had said some stuff to him or um, seeing how much he was struggling um, with you know, parting with his hair. Yeah. To me, I was like, just shave your head. Who gives a shit? <laughs> like, right. It's not You're a big a deal. Nobody cares. <laughs> exactly. Guys shave their head all the time. And then when I was, um, there's this podcast called the bald cafe and they, uh, have, they have it on YouTube as well. Um, where this guy essentially talks to all of these guys who've made this decision to shave their head. And, for me, when I initially heard that concept, I'm like, who gives a shit? Right. <laughs> but really, when I was watching these videos, these guys were like, it was heartbreaking. Yeah. And, and, and you I know was re- sad. The, I think one of the worst things is when they're feeling that way, they can't express it like women normally would. Exactly. Because that's it's a sign thing. of weakness. Yeah. yeah. And that's and why, why we don't know that they also struggle. Yes. That's why I don't realize when someone is joking about a guy's weight that I should be just as angry. At them for joking about their weight as you would if they did it to a woman. Right. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I never thought about it. I, I truly didn't because it is presented in such a way where a guy's body is celebrated no matter what. And if it's joked about. The guy doesn't care because whatever, you know, like, someone's going to love him. I can't have emotions deeper than anger or just chilling. <laughs> yeah, that's all I get. And At they're least both on the blue. outside. Yeah. Both of those emotions are shades of blue. <laughs> Seriously, it makes me so. I noticed that with my son because recently, like I said, when he comes home from school, he used to be a big, like, wear his emotions on his sleeve. And you knew what that kid was thinking. And he was always, like, you know, that's just how he was. And now it's, like, if he starts to get emotional about something. We watched Onward, by the way. Have you watched it yet? Oh. oh. What an incredible movie. Honestly. It. Wait, sorry. You cut out there. Say it to me again. <laughs> so did you. Um, I said yes. And honestly. It's one of the greatest movies. Yes. Yes, I agree. Noah's watched it four times now, and every time he gets a little choked up, and then he, which, oh, if the, you don't cry during that movie, what's happening to you? <laughs> because yeah. Corey, I think I've seen Corey cry in our relationship maybe two times, and he teared up during that movie, so I was like, I freaking knew it was a good one. <laughs> I love it when he gets emotional. But Noah started tearing up with me, and he was like, stupid brain, stupid brain, like, getting mad at himself. And I was like, hey, buddy, 
this is a good movie and this is the sad part. You're having a very normal human reaction. It's okay. Yeah. Like let it out because you don't want to bottle that stuff in. It's going to turn to rage. <laughs> well, yeah, it's going to come out. It has to come out as something. Yes. And that's, that's something that's, um, always concerned me, especially now going to, I'm going to have two boys in, and I'm so grateful. I tell Shane's mom all the time. I'm like, thank you for raising an emotionally intelligent human. Yes. Because Shane is very in touch with his emotions. He's not afraid to express them to me and feel them and, um, let them have their, their time. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but there was a time where he was like, he wrestled with it, where he he wasn't proud of it. He would have it, but he felt like he had to have it in a different room. Like he right. And now it's show just, it. You can't show it. Yeah. And now he's just like, you know what? And ugh, I could have gotten pregnant all over again. I swear. He, <laughs> <laughs> Ollie was frustrated, and he looked at me. He goes, "Bud, actually, you know what? That's a lie." We fought. Say bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, we we fought in front of Ollie, which is something that we um, we don't want to ever do, and and we don't fight often, like we've said. So like, um, it was it was the time we were talking about me asking for help. Yeah, and I had said something like, "You assume that I'm going to take on these roles." You assume that of me. Mm-hmm. I'm not assuming that you won't do them. I'm just, you assume stuff of me. I assume stuff of you. And ba- the way I explained it, what he interpreted was I was, um, you, <laughs> how do I want to word this? That I was um, insulting his parenting. Okay. But I wasn't. I was just making a point that like, we both assume things from each other in the relationship based on how like we've laid it out. Right. I just get up when Ollie cries in the middle of the night because I just do that. Right. I know if I asked you, you would, but I don't ask you and you don't get up to do it because you assume I'm going to. And there's nothing wrong with that. I never take the trash out. Yeah. Because I assume you're going to handle it. And so we, we got frustrated because we weren't understanding each other. And, and when, you know, you bring kids into it, then, uh, there's sensitive feelings and there's a defensiveness there. Right. Right. And so he came back in and something we did say is if we do fight in front of Ollie, we make up in front of Ollie so yes. that he understands a full conflict and conflict resolution. Yes. And, uh, after we had our resolution, he looked at Ollie and he goes, Ollie, I want to apologize for us yelling in front of you. Dad had uh, some big emotions and you'll have big emotions someday too. And it's okay. Aww. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> You're like bedroom right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I now have twins. <laughs> There's two in here now. <laughs> no, let's see. That's so good. It's so, yeah, that's very important to do. And I liked what you said about conflict resolution too, because I think a lot of people are like start the fight and then they take it to another room and then they come out and act like nothing happened. And it's like, okay, I think it's just as important for kids to see how to make up. And I think it's super important. This is something that I've been working on a lot to know you're wrong 
and apologize for it. And I think the more you do that around kids, you say, like, I just did it with Corey the other day. We also fought about the same thing. Uh, that's so funny. It was like <laughs> we had the same thing happening, but I freaked out and it was like over dinner. But yeah. dinner wasn't the problem. The problem was what we've been talking about this whole time. So as we were sitting outside as a family, me, him and Noah, I was like, cause Noah heard us yelling at each other and getting angry. And so I was like, I want to apologize to both of you because I know I've been lashing out. Um, I'm taking on a lot and I'm stressed out and I'm anxious and this is getting to my emotions. And I, I took my emotions out on you guys and I was displacing them because that's not where they should have been put at all. What I'm feeling in no way should have been on you guys to t- so I think that was good. We all hugged. It was a beautiful moment. <laughs> Whole house theme song started playing. It was incredible. <laughs> Whatever happened. <laughs> yeah, it was really nice. But I think that that's that's good to show, especially boys, because if there's anything I've learned about past relationships, it's that men don't know. Some men who have been raised in toxic households don't know how to. They're just like close the door, close the door, close the door, and then forget it ever happened, goodbye. And then there's no resolution there. And it's like, okay, I can't move past that until we get this out in the open. See, I don't even think that's just, and maybe this is just my experience, but I don't even know that that's just a man thing. I think it's a human thing where it's like, where it's more of um, moving away from the, the, the feeling of, rage and just hiding your emotions it's um n- not wanting to admit that you're wrong mm-hmm. because if i admit that i'm wrong then i admit defeat and it's like and a i will not do that because <laughs> that's that's handing over some power and i yeah. won't hand over power because if i hand over power i don't have that freaking much okay right <laughs> the science yeah. doesn't give me that much <laughs> yeah and again I think it's all a big thing about this is the only reason I said men. And also I've only dated men. So <laughs> kind of, but I've had like family members right. or friends that are women that it's the same thing. But a lot of times I think with men, the hard thing is to show your vulnerability, which that is when you're apologizing and accepting defeat and be, you're, you're being vulnerable yeah. and um, you're expressing your emotions in a way that somebody could be like, you're stupid. Shut up. And then you're like, wow, okay, I was you trying to open up to you. I think that is what it is because you don't um, see a lot of men being encouraged to be vulnerable in that way. And when you are raised um, to be a tough girl yes, um, or a boss babe, which like there's a whole wave of like that situation, which again, I don't – it's not negative, but I think there it can – anything like that can go negative. Yeah. And so me, it took a very long time for me to be like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I recognize that what I said here or what I did here either came off wrong or I didn't express myself in an appropriate way. I apologize and I'm going to, you know, do better in the future. Showing vulnerability or weakness makes me feel less tough, less like a boss babe, less in charge. And I want to be in charge, but also I don't want to be in charge because that's a lot of mental workload. Like I just established. (laughs) It's like, you know what? I want a timeout. This is a hard, I quit. I know. (laughs) 
seriously. Well, that's like when we had that conversation, me and Corey, I was like, and I had the same exact thing I told you. Me and my sister did the same thing. And I had to stop the argument that we were having because it's an argument we've had so many times. And I finally had to be like, okay, I'm sorry. I attacked you. I was wrong. This is why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling. And she was like, okay, my feelings are hurt too. And she, but I was afraid there for a minute when I put myself out there that she was going to be like, ha ha, you stupid asshole <laughs> or yeah, whatever. Snatch your power right out of your hand. And then you played laugh your card. at me. Yes. Yeah. And then I was like, well, great. Now I look like an idiot. And I think that's the biggest thing is looking stupid or looking like an idiot or some feeling kind of small feeling small. Yeah. It's it's a scary thing, but it was so wonderful because in that moment when I did it with both of them, but especially with me and Corey because we were there, me and Taylor's was over the phone, so it wasn't as beautiful as a makeup <laughs> moment. But for me and Corey, it was just a nice, like, super – I felt, like, so much closer to him because mm -hmm. it was, like – Nobody had the power. We were just a team in that right. moment. And I was like, man, this is what real relationships are like. See, that's what, like, that's in our vows. I always, um, one of the, my favorite vow actually is that I promise to never keep score because yeah. I know that we're on the same team. That's and we it, always exactly. said our, our goal was to approach conflict. Like it's you and me versus the problem, not you versus me. Yes. And I think I never realized this until I started looking more into like respectful parenting, which is not what this is about. But as an adult, you have to unlearn so many things yes. that you didn't know you learned <laughs> as yes. a kid. Yes. And when you recognize that not everything you're taught is um, like spoken to you or taught to you in like a classroom or education setting, it's observation, the yes. majority of it. Um, and knowing that mass media and magazines and all of these things Even are some TV shows. Exactly. Are commercials. Why are women in the kitchen? Right. Right. <laughs> um, or like one of the things I wanted to talk about is how Corey's a nurse. Yes. And that. I wonder if he gets shit. Oh, I'm sure I, I've heard it. He shouldn't be a nurse. He should be a doctor. Nurses are women. Right. And it's so, oh, first of all, what, oh, this made me so mad. Okay. So I was looking at one of the, um, that went a little bit hand in hand was what I'm about to say, but I was looking at one of those pictures of the women who have been standing there in scrubs, you know, in front of the protesters. Love those pictures. They're so powerful. But the one person was like talking about her as a nurse and someone underneath commented and said, why do you automatically assume she's a nurse and not a doctor? And that was the first thing that I was like, yes, because she they're all, they all wear the same scrubs. She might have just taken her jacket off or whatever. But it's like, why are you automatically assuming that that person is a nurse because she's a female? Same with Corey. Why would you assume that he should have gone for a doctor? And, and nurses are no no offense to doctors, but why do you think he's more successful because he's a man? <laughs> right, right. And also nurses run shit. So oh, no, for they sure, really do for sure. Like, and, and that's another thing, like even saying the whole idea that because someone's a doctor versus a nurse means that they, you know, are on another level. Yeah. I mean, they she did went to school a little bit longer, but nurses run shit. Ask any hospital. <laughs> nurses run shit. Yeah. There's, Sorry for the doctors like, listening. 
But even the hierarchy of just like jobs in general, like men as teachers yes. or, um, you know, what I was thinking about as a job that bothers me is like, I am so bothered when people talk about, and it doesn't happen often cause it's not that common anymore, but like women being in the kitchen yeah, or women needing to be in the kitchen. But then there's a, a chef, right? And people automatically assume that the man's the chef. Yeah, and the chef is like top notch, pristine. Like that yep. is that he is uh, specializes. He is like you know, I don't even know the word I'm trying to look for. I looked up at my app today, and they said forgetfulness is at its peak right now in my pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, I'm claiming pregnant brain. It's so I'm real. Feeding into that stereotype. It's so real though. But yeah, you're uh, you're exactly right. Things like that I don't understand at all. And that's they minimize this, women being in the kitchen, but but you can glorify be sh- the chefs that profession. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I love um, Noah's dad went to culinary school, so he does a lot of the cooking, and then I do a lot of the cooking here at my household. Mm-hmm. And I know that Dave's worked with him, and since we've been quarantined, so he doesn't, you know, I've been trying to get him in there as much with me, and I don't let him, like, I'm like, you wash my vegetables for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've given him more of the prep work, but I also want to show him, like, and I, when we had the discussion, I had to tell him, like, Someday you're going to grow up and you might get married, but eventually you're probably going to find somebody that you want to spend your life with. And if you do, you have to be a good partner to them. I don't want them to think that they're taking care of another child because you didn't learn how to do any of this stuff. So it's my job to teach you, damn it. (laughs) And I'm going to try. I am feeling so blessed that Shane loves to cook because I didn't learn that. (laughs) I was so busy fighting being a girl my entire life. Yeah. You're like, no, I'm not doing that. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I was like, I'm going to go dig up worms, I think. And they're like, okay. Um, and Shane loves to cook. So now Shane makes dinner, but like Ollie sees me make his breakfast and his lunch and then dad comes home and makes dinner. So like, I love that he is able to see, it's not Us. just one person. Yeah. Right, right, right. It's not just one person's job. And I didn't even have to ask because the dude loves doing it. So <laughs> I know. That's so nice. Thank goodness. <laughs> I wish I did. I, I like it, but also it's so much work. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially with those HelloFresh. I'm just like, there's like 40 minutes of prep work, it feels like. It's not, but... I don't have the right kitchen tools, <laughs> so it is. We stopped getting HelloFresh just because with... um quarantine shopping we purchased a lot of stuff and so yeah, we're yeah. trying to work through that <laughs> and i'm like let's idea. save the 60 dollars a week and not eat the same thing over and over again seriously i'm that's why we're <laughs> starting to get annoyed you can only eat chicken why well, this is a hello fresh podcast <laughs> i know so, sorry we were trying to get hello fresh to sponsor us and now that they're not we're just like <laughs> you know what not any good anyway <laughs> Just kidding. If you guys, are, if you if you want to, I'll get back on. I don't care. Yeah, I'll freaking eat the shit out of your <laughs> Blue Apron. What's up? I'm gonna try to do something new. We did Blue Apron. It was good, but oh, good. Um, yeah, I think. Do you, I was gonna ask? Do you have any more? 
I mean, I feel like this is something that would go, could go on and on, but I feel like it's almost like beating a dead horse type situation. Because, yeah, most people- like, yeah, we could go into the fact that um, celebrities are asked different questions like male versus female and mm-hmm. um, or the fact that on kids toys girls are pictured on the box of bracelet making kits and boys are on the science boxes and yes that's just it's we i that's what i was explaining before that i didn't realize i was being taught things without being directly taught them yeah in a world of so many people wanting to question things now a lot um why aren't we questioning that more is yeah. what I'm wondering. Why aren't we questioning the propaganda and the genderizing of things like that? And the pink taxes. The This pen is more expensive because we made it pink and it's dainty for your little woman hands. <laughs> so you don't have to hold those big man pens. <laughs> it's like, why? Yeah. And I don't understand. And guess what? It's not made as well. <laughs> no, and it sucks. And I, I'm going to use same thing. Men's razors have worked for so many women that I know so much better. And it's mm-hmm. because they're not making women's razors for women's hair because a lot of times our hair is not that different than men's. It's no, it 100% isn't different. So why are you making them for me like, oh, it's a, got a conditioning strip? Okay, so do men's razors. I don't understand why it's so yeah, weird. So mine's pink. That's exactly that's what it is. It's pink. Because it's pink, it's a woman's razor, and we put a little light conditioning strip on it. So now we're going to make it $10 when the men's razor is 5 and it lasts longer. Yeah. <laughs> so silly. Yeah. That it's the I just didn't realize how many things. And and I think the whole um like the, when people get annoyed that we're rocking the boat and wanting to take the gender stigma away from a lot of stuff is not because I'm pushing some kind of agenda. Um, although I'll be straight up honest. If someone feels that they're born in the wrong body, I'm not going, it's not my job to tell them that they're wrong. Yep. yep. (laughs) I don't, them, them deciding, or not even deciding, (laughs) them just realizing that they don't feel at home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Feel at home in, in the body that they're in and wanting to dress differently or wanting their body to, um, match how they feel that's that doesn't hurt me at all no not at all it doesn't it doesn't change my day-to-day life but that's not what I'm talking about here right because (laughs) someone deciding that they either don't feel like they fit into a specific gender um or that they don't identify as the gender they were assigned like that doesn't change the fact that pink razors are expensive for no fucking reason. Right. <laughs> it doesn't change the fact that, that boys, little girls are given baby dolls. Yeah, that doesn't Vacuum change cleaners. the fact that boys um, are just handed trucks and yes. ta- the dolls are taken from them. Or it doesn't change the packaging of items. It doesn't tell McDonald's to stop asking me what gender the kid is in the car. Like, I'm not... I'm not pushing some agenda of like uh, erasing gender because I'm some millennial snowflake. I'm just saying 
Why aren't we there asking more damage. questions? About yeah, this? there's yeah. damage that can be done by forcing these kind of things on kids. Yes. The whole like real men wear pink shirts that happened. That was like a huge fad when we were in high school. So weird. What? Why? 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 First of all, pink why? Men <laughs> don't wear pink. It, that was the weirdest like, thing that I've ever seen. Why do you have to justify what color of shirt you're wearing? Why? Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying you shouldn't have a pink shirt on. I'm saying well, you shouldn't feel the need to, to announce that you have a what, pink shirt. On. Because if I were a wore a blue shirt, would everybody be like, "Oh my god, look at her in her navy blue shirt. How disgusting." Yeah. <laughs> that it's, makes her less of a woman. You you shouldn't have to defend your masculinity based on the color you're wearing. Thank you. Same That's weird. Yeah. It's weird. It's so that's that's the part. That's what I'm getting at is like we shouldn't be forcing <laughs> these ideas on people because yes. at some point they have to unlearn them. Yes. When they and become God, they are. <laughs> yes. Because it's not productive in a work environment. No. It's not productive on a team. It's not pro- none of that stuff is productive. For anyone, no, it's not productive it's, in a relationship. I was just gonna as say, as a parent. Mm-hmm. So stop doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Quit. Or at least, or at least, start questioning it. For the love of God, wonder yeah. if if you're thinking, if you're rolling your eyes. It, I don't know if anybody listening still is rolling their eyes, but if you are, question why you're getting so angry about the fact that we're asking questions because it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Stand. Yeah, and and I understand that like changes like this when they are um something that's been like generational. It's just like this is how it's been for so long. I understand that that can be um jarring for yeah. people. Like why do you need to rock the boat? I don't know cuz the boat sucks sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> cuz the boat is awful. I want <laughs> off the boat. <laughs> yeah. Cuz it's sinking, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. That's we why need, we need a new boat. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And our, kids, and our kids deserve a better boat. Damn it. <laughs> kids deserve a better boat without a big giant hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Make it rainbow. Yeah. Who cares? I give a shit. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I wish I could go in and show you right now the llama that my son got for Easter because it is blue and pink and sparkly and it's his favorite stuffed animal right now. So and I'm like for Easter got Ollie a uh, a rainbow bunny last year and I was like freaking thank yeah. you. Yeah, rock it. Who cares? So it's and it's this is going to be so fun to teach him the colors on. <laughs> yes, why not? Ah, oh, love it. Well, that's all I've got. That's all I've got. <laughs> this was just a rant about annoying gender shit. Yeah, and I'm sure we could probably, uh, if you if you liked it, I'm sure we could rant more because <laughs> there's so much. Yeah, if you want to submit your obnoxious. Oh well, yeah, we'll talk about them. Gender shit, please. Or or things that you felt as a male or a female either weird about liking or that you couldn't like. Yes. I still find things all the time. Um, um, Shane liking candles when yeah. I first, when I first learned that he really enjoyed a good candle, I was like, you freaking weirdo. Why? Yes. Because he enjoys scents. 
when when we went to Mexico, there was a giant bathtub in my in our hotel, and so I was taking a bubble bath, and Corey got in with me because he was drunk, and he was like, "Move over," and he was like, "This is really nice. This is really nice," and I was like, "You don't take bubble baths?" And he was like, "No, I just think it's weird," and I'm like why it's relaxing <laughs> as shit and I was like here I put some more bubbles in I gave him some like lit some aroma stuff and there was I dimmed the lights and I was like I'm getting out you just enjoy you enjoy this because self-care doesn't have a gender either okay oh, that's the other thing he does too every time I put a face mask on he's like let me have one <laughs> I'm like I love it skincare is gender neutral baby everybody yes. should take care of their skin everybody should mental health skincare just you know housework <laughs> literally baths. insert anything here it's gender neutral it should be why isn't it yeah the love of god so someone's pissed right now and that's fine okay <laughs> ah, we're sorry but also why i'm ask, ask yourself why when you get done with this yeah because i'm open to listening me too and if you but really have I a good would... answer for why you're so upset about it and I would venture to say that if someone's pissed right now and wants to talk, that they're going to need some time to cool down <laughs> to communicate Probably. it without yelling at me or you. Yeah, yeah. But, and I'm, I'm sensitive right now, so. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk. Don't yell, okay? No. So if you need to take a breather, maybe <laughs> jot your thoughts down and slide it across the table six <laughs> feet to me. <laughs> yes. To read, then, okay but all right yeah that's the that on weird gender shit <laughs> yes all right <laughs> we're out goodbye that it's the call of the crave and when the crave calls you know what to do try the five dollar bacon bundle because the only thing better than a white castle slider is a white castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon so pick any two of either the bacon cheese slider 1921 bacon cheese slider or chicken bacon ranch slider and also get a small fry for just five dollars with the five dollar bacon bundle white castle follow your crave Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because the charcoal mess. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed.